Hello and welcome to Dunking Biscuits Podcast, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Grace and with me is Emma. Happy Easter. Oh man, so much Easter. (laughs) So much Easter. (laughs) Oh man, the amount of chocolates in our house. That will can be consumed very quickly, might I Mm. add. Um, is very impressive. The we're a sucker for just the little caramel eggs. They seem to be the only ones that we could buy at our local Coles in like the big bags. Mm-hmm. Um, and just every time I would go to the shops, I'd come home and be like, Jack, they were even cheaper today. They were even cheaper today. I got more. Um, and he's like, we don't need these. And I'm like, but they were a dollar less than they yes, were yesterday. We do, we do need them. So. Essential buying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we... Um, I bought... I want to say 60 eggs to hide because I just, it's just more exciting this year. Um, Yeah. And Miss Mac, um, the Easter Bunny went into her room (gasps) when she was sleeping. And um, when she woke up, uh, the Easter Bunny had been all over the house because it was a bit cold outside. The Easter Bunny thought it would be best to be staying inside. Yeah, that's fair. Um, It was very cold in Melbourne this weekend. And so um, we had a little basket and she collected all um of the eggs it was very exciting some were quite high some were in funny places and then we had that lovely three-year-old to parent to chat about how now that we found all the chocolate eggs you have to eat breakfast yeah and then have you can have eggs later yeah that didn't go down as well as no to be fair um, as a 28-year-old, I still don't think that would go down so well. Um, she literally had hold of one egg in her hand while she was trying to eat her weak bits and, like, slowly using her fingers to try and unravel it. It was oh my God. hilarious. I'm like, sweetie, like, just just finish your breakfast. And she's like, yeah. chocolate, chocolate. Like, we're going to let you have it, I and promise. Then, yes, it's after breakfast. Eat breakfast and have it. Anyway, um, so we got over that and then we had some chocolate. And for those parents out there... Um, you also know that Easter Sunday also means new Bluey episodes. So ah. um, at 8 o'clock on that day, we had a new episode, which is very exciting. <laughs> um, especially if you've watched all of them many times. Um, they're seven minutes each, so you can get through them quite quickly. Yeah. Um, and so it was very exciting. It was a new episode. Yes, we've already watched it multiple times. And then straight after the episode, they played the Easter episode, which is very nice. So, oh, nice. Um, yeah, great morning. We then had the same situation where um, her grandparent came over and had more gifts and chocolate, <sighs> and we had to explain again that you can't have any until after yeah. lunch, which was a roast, which was, you know, quite big. Anyway, oh, yeah. it was very amusing to try and uh, negotiate and reason with <laughs> the idea of, like, the chocolate's there, but you just can't eat it. And yeah, again, just not much yet. like you, Grace, I also have that problem because yeah. <laughs> did I buy 60 eggs? Yes. Were there more than 60 eggs originally purchased? Yes, there were. But yeah. um, obviously I had to taste the test to make sure they were all good. Yeah, well, so. quality control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a really good news story. Oh, Excellent. Just, oh, there it is. Not um, just good, really good. Yes. So, feel good. A little bit of negativity and then really good. Okay. Okay. So. Obviously, from Good News underscore Movement. If you're not following them, do it. Like, <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, so good. The title goes, Mother who spent life savings on daughter's cancer treatment wins $2 million lottery jackpot day after daughter finishes cancer treatment. Whew, that is a good one. But we got there. A Florida <laughs> woman won $2 million 
playing a scratch-off lottery game the day after her daughter finished treatment for breast cancer. Uh, Geraldine Gimlet um, said that it was the last... It was the last ticket for the scratch-off game at the gas station had. The gas station clerk actually told her that they were out of lottery tickets, but she asked him to double-check because she liked the crossword ones. Uh, she was joined by her daughter, daughter and granddaughter on Friday to claim the prize. Her daughter started crying when she shared what she the win meant to her. I'm just so happy for her, the daughter said. The day before my mum brought this ticket, I rang the bell and walked out of the hospital after completing my last treatment for breast cancer. Aww. I mean, amazing. Just Yeah. Sometimes amazing. good things do happen to good people. Yeah. And I love that she was like, can you just double check yeah. that there's Come on, another man. one there? Because, you know, that's what I need. I need that one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, amazing. Yeah, and great story. Perfect. A nice Sorry. quick one. Grace, what would your win or winch win be this week? <laughs> I mean, it's been about 10 weeks. Oh, probably more because the last one was school, summer school holidays. But I was going to say it's been about 10 weeks since I had this win. Um, <laughs> it is school holidays. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> oh, thank heavens. It was a close call this term, as mm -hmm. I feel like I've said every term. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's just school holidays and I just bunkered down for Easter. We probably somewhat rudely didn't go see any family, didn't go see any friends, just sat. No. We went out on Saturday and like went to a comedy show, but just with us. Like we just like bunkered down, did nothing. The weather was also just, perfect for that. Yeah, like I didn't feel bad about like it being like a beautiful spring day and me being like a couch gremlin. No. Um so yeah, that did that was my day. It was massive uh, binge watching, or was it more just being in the house? We watched. Now the footy's back. We're watching a lot of footy, mm -hmm. so watched a lot of that. We. I'm also just a sucker for Great British Bake Off, so I've watched a lot of that. Mm -hmm. And we started finally um, Succession, the show that like everybody's talking about right yes, now. I've, I've we're either, yes. we're only on season one, so <laughs> but we've done it the smart way because now we can just go straight through to season four, and we don't have to wait. Um, so yeah, but no, not a, not a whole heap of like binge watching. I read quite a bit. I read over 150 pages of a book, which is good, nice. but just slept in every day. Just real lazy. Also ate lots of chocolate. Um, Jack's mum for like holiday occasions always sends us like a box of cupcakes. Yeah. Um, very nice, but they come in a pack of 12 and there's only two of us. So obviously I had to eat six cupcakes over the last couple of days because they go off, they go stale. Yes. Um, but yeah, so very good start to the holidays of just doing absolutely nothing. I love that for you. That sounds oh, so thanks. nice. <laughs> it sounds so good. <laughs> How about you? What's your win? Um, you wouldn't believe it. It's running themed. Um, what? <laughs> so oh, I reckon I know. I have uh, part A and part B. Okay. Part A. Um, on Saturday, we had Park Run, which is what nice. we do every Saturday. Recommend to anybody who would like to do it. I don't think they did it at our Park Run this weekend. Oh, really? That's no, right. I think they might have taken – not that I do it, but I run the loop at the same time <laughs> at them, which yeah. I get annoyed at myself every week. I'm like, why do I do this? Get up half an hour earlier. Um, but, yeah, they weren't there this week. Like, I couldn't see the volunteers or it was the hundreds so of runners. Depending on the grounds you have, they might have cancelled it just because of the safety side of things. Um, but, basically, anyway, in a nutshell – I got to run by myself. Jeff came with the girls and he walked with the girls and I ran. And I beat my time from the previous week 
by three minutes. Holy smokes! Yeah. <laughs> That's not just like a little win. That's like a three-minute win. I um, did 26.55. Oh my god, that's so quick. Joking with me beforehand, like, oh, you should do 27 minutes. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah. Like, I fit, my body can't physically do it. Anyway, turns out... Yes, it can. Not only could I do it, I could do it faster. So the first, every K was, I was looking at my watch, and it was five minutes. And I was like, wow, am I... Incredible. A superwoman? What's, what's, what's <laughs> um, K4, it was 21 minutes. And I was like, I, I, understandable. I haven't really run this far at this speed for a long mm. time. And I just tried to hold on as best I could. And at the end, I was spent. I definitely put a lot of effort in. I was super happy. It was my 99th park run. Oh, that's so cool. So my next one, which is not next weekend because obviously... Yeah, I was like, oh, you'll miss the next one. We'll, we'll go to the next one. Um will be my 100th, which is very exciting. It has taken me from December 2017 to get to this point because of a pandemic and two children and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, had a few things on. Yeah, a few things. And then on Monday, on our what, our second wedding anniversary, <laughs> yes, thank you, we made we, we two years, <laughs> well done us, um, I hit 100 runs in a row. Yay! So um, it was very exciting. I rewarded myself by going to get a massage this morning. So, <laughs> oh, such a good treat! Tell me when the hundredth day of the year. Did you start on January first? I counted from January first. I actually ran the day before, but yes. Ah, yes, it's been a hundred days this year, which is oh, there you go. Also, like not enough. I feel like it's been more. Yeah, well, I'm like, cause yeah, like February we dropped down a little bit, but I'm like, yeah. Eh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, very happy. Very proud of myself. Uh, I've been telling yeah, you crushing it. listen how good I am. <laughs> May as well brag. But, I mean, there's nothing else really going on. So I'm just really into my running at the moment. So <laughs> yeah, that's it. And happy anniversary. Oh, thank Woo. you. Um, we opened a bottle of port, which sounds like we're really old people. Yeah, is um, it your 50th wedding anniversary? Yeah, no. Um, and we got on our mini moon and um, we put ourselves a drink from it and... Um, to put in perspective how much this bottle cost us, the small bit that we have, which is literally less, like less than a centimetre around the bottom of the glass, yep. would have cost us about $5 each. Ooh. So we're like trying to like savour it. Um, yeah. Our daughter must have known because Ginny was awake for four hours yeah. after bed last night. So she was in the party mood. She really made sure that we really enjoyed that drink for a long time to the point yep. where I poured myself a second afterwards because I was like I am I've earned this <laughs> I need this but yes <laughs> it was very it was very nothing kind of day yesterday and that's that's good because we have a big couple of weeks coming up so yeah um good wins well okay. done us yours, good job. yours was very I love yours that's <laughs> they're like very opposite yours is like super active mine's like I did nothing <laughs> it was great it was what's needed exactly So unlike me, um, I kind of get the vibe that a lot of people spent this last weekend with their family, <laughs> celebrating things, um, with them. <laughs> <laughs> getting off their own couch or whatever, um, which I normally would do, but this year I was just feeling super lazy. Anyway, that's not what today we're talking about. Today we're talking about how to handle potentially tricky conversations around the dinner table with family, which I'm sure has popped up. I mean... Isn't that how you have a conversation with family? Yeah. No, they're supposed to be all super easy and you, everyone gets along, obviously. Um, 
so yeah, so I have found like a little listicle. Um, it's an American website, but it's pretty universal. It's yeah. from the Boys and Girls Club in America, which I've never heard of. Um, but they make some good points, which I agree with most of them. Okay. Um, so the first one is keep your head up. So walk in calm and confident, which I definitely think is good. Because um, if you're kind of going in like anticipating like, oh, you know, racist Uncle Terry is going to be there today yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. then you're kind of already like walking in ready where it's like <laughs> yeah whereas like if you kind of just come in calm and you're like it's fine mm-hmm. um it will make it potentially potentially a little bit easier for you yes. the next one is probably the one that i don't agree with as much okay. um just potentially depending on age and so on mm-hmm. um so the next one is include kids in the conversation and to some degree i'm like okay if they're like teenagers maybe if (laughs) yeah whereas like if they're like kind of like eight to 12 years old where they can kind of like grab things but they don't really kind of understand a lot of things Mm. i'd be like oh that feels a bit iffy but yeah it also depends on the topic because some topics are probably not they're probably age appropriate to certain levels so Mm. i think it there's a lot of variables with that one for me to agree with it would probably be my overarching yeah their their reasoning is um if you include or let children play an active role in the dinner conversation it's a great way to avoid heated topics um and so that way so if you've got the kids there people will be less likely to bring up are you saying kids are buffers is that what yeah so if you uh yeah don't want to have an awkward conversation just bring a kid (laughs) sure (laughs) um but yeah but like i definitely think if kids around that definitely would make it a bit easier to Mm. not have a tricky conversation um, or conflict or anything like that. Mm. Whereas if kids are there, it could also be bad because they could hear some things that potentially aren't ready to hear. Age appropriate, I think, is the word I was looking for earlier. (laughs) There we go. Um, The next one is, I feel like most people would plan to do this, um, plan a conflict-free gathering. I don't think anybody is like, woo, Christmas dinner today, guys. Let's all... Talk about what is it, religion, politics, and everything. Yes. Let's do it today. Um, but no, they say another tactic to get controversial topics off the table in advance um, is to insist on a strict policy regarding these subjects. So, sending out a memo kind of thing, being like, let's not talk about it today. Today is a happy day. Or if there's potentially, I would say, like, if there's been like a previous conflict in the family, like, mm-hmm. let's not bring that up again. Let's leave that in the past i think if you're going to do that for any reason i think it needs to be sent individually to each person yeah as like a bulk email so everybody sees who received that email yeah i definitely agree with that like sending like oh hey emma just want to touch base like i know last lunch we had it all together was really tough um just hoping yeah I definitely it's it's going to be touchy either way like no Mm. matter how you send that information or like like request to someone it's not going to be received easily i think is the best way of putting that yeah yeah um the next one is handle hard subjects with a soft heart so in life's tough toughest situations like after a loss or something along those lines it can be it can feel like there's nothing you can say to help which i definitely agree with like i'm terrible in those i'm like oh do you say um, but avoiding talking about them can also create kind of a bigger issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so coming into these, 
Um, it's important to just offer your love, support and security to those who are struggling. And just, I think like, you don't have to delve deep into it, but like even like acknowledging someone or little things like that. So I have a, no, I wouldn't say fail safe, but I have a question that if someone or something to say, and if someone said like, oh, such and such has passed or mm. like that, um, you can say, oh, I'm so sorry for your last loss. You can say, oh, what was your, what was your favorite time with them? Or what what's yeah. like, something that like, what's a good memory you have with them? And I think that sort of, it doesn't stop pain or it doesn't stop it sort of makes them think about them in a different way rather than just missing them thinking about them in like the way that they were and so that way that person talks so you don't have to talk also yeah and that's you know, true you can be a bit more an active listener and just say like oh is that that town at this place or like you know you, you can ask questions about the actual memory rather than like yeah be the person like, oh it's really sad yeah um so, i'm sorry you're sad that's just that's something that i use but yeah, that's you a good to, one. You have, be, you have to be confident enough to ask, though. So yeah. Depending on how well you know that person. But generally, most people feel happy to talk about someone they loved. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's, like, a happy memory. Yeah. Um, the next one is a good one. Don't take the bait. I feel like that goes without saying. Um, but if we all have that one relative who loves a good argument, um, when they start provoking people at the dinner table, just act unfazed. Um, instead of fueling the fire, opt to not react at all so everyone can continue enjoying their holiday meal in peace. Um, so, like, easy things they say, uh, change the subject, or... Um, and you can use this as an example. This is definitely a children's website, I've just realised, because everything is like, use these challenges to set an example of how to control anger so children don't see it. <laughs> I've just clicked it. Um, but, yeah, so... I'm terrible at this. I will fully admit when generally oh, I'm pretty my, good. my pop says some stuff. Yeah. I take it as a learning opportunity for him rather than me being like, <laughs> uh, just let it go. And my sister just sits there in silence. And then at the end, whenever he's left or whenever the conversation is, she's just like, just stop. <laughs> and just, I'm like, no, he must learn. Okay. <laughs> No, I'm so, like, I feel like cause it happens quite a lot at work. Like, people will say things and I'll just be like, and just, like, kind of look away. Um, but, yeah, I can't think of, like, oh, I feel like my dad says things every now and then, which I'll, like, happily tell him, be like, no, dad, shut up, whatever, you're wrong. This is why. But, like, I feel like if it's, like, one of my older relatives, like, I don't have too many, like, super old relatives, but if it's one of them, I'm kind of just like, oh, nana. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I yeah, I feel like I'm pretty good most of the time at not taking the bait and just being like, I didn't hear that. I'm going to ignore you. Do you so my question to that and that just just a curiosity thing mm. is, do you think that's for your own sake for not getting more annoyed by it, or do you think it's just not worth having the conversation with those people? I think it depends on the topic. Like, there's some things I don't feel like I know enough about. No, yeah to um like especially like environmental issues like if someone says something about that I can't be like well, well this and this and this mm -hmm. um I remember one time me and my stepmom got in quite a heated argument about environmental issues and it was when like Greta Thunberg was just like coming into like the media space and so on yeah. and halfway through the argument I was like oh shit I ran out of arguments <laughs> like oh no oh no um yeah so that was really annoying um so after that I was kind of just like only speak up on the things you know about yeah. and but yeah, otherwise, yeah, I think it's just as well, like, 
probably a relationship preservation type thing okay. as well. Okay. I'm just, I'm um, just curious. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But the next one is accept that you can't change people's beliefs. I. You can change, totally change. Yeah. <laughs> you can educate people. Yeah. <laughs> you simply must. Mm -hmm. Um. I think like it's tough and it's like not a once-off conversation that you have, which is why it's probably easier for some people just to be like, I'm not going to take the bait. Yeah. Like, Uncle Terry's never going to learn. Um, if you could find something that they can either read or watch or mm -hmm. have not just you telling them um, that this is the way would be helpful. So then yeah. either – you know, at another time you could watch it with them or they can do it in their own time and then sort of maybe learn through other media rather than just some person who is younger than them telling them something that I would generally, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely don't agree. I think you can, like, I don't want to say, like, change people's belief, but you can definitely, like, give them information to be like, well, here's it from the other side. And at least give them a different perspective. Yeah, I think it depends on a few different elements. Like if they have grown up a very certain way, it's very it's going to be much more difficult to explain. Yeah. If someone is has a bit more of an open personality and happy to learn, then yes, that's going to be easier. Um, I think there's some people who have an idea that they know more than other people. In the oh, room. for sure. And for that... And I do this and I'm not, it's not a good quality to have. Like I will get to a point where I will argue with them because I know that I'm right in this particular circumstance <laughs> and they are in the wrong and I want them to learn from this moment, which is terrible. Like I know it's, it's something I have to work on and um, I will argue until they basically give up because that's the person I am when those types of things. And um, I think... Though it's it's things I'm very passionate about, and um, it's not good. Like it's it's not good for the people around us. It's not good for the conversation. Mm. And I think if I could control myself and have that conversation maybe more privately, with um, better um, information to give from other sources rather than just me. Yeah, be a better way of approaching that rather than like at the dinner table, which was <laughs> just nice leaning over to like get into. <laughs> um, well, Lisa, now you're self aware. I, I'm very. I've been self aware about that for a long time. I still can't help myself. Yeah, it's terrible. Like I, I just yeah, it's probably one of my qualities, and I don't even know what the right characteristic is. Flaw. Uh, pardon. Flaw. Flaw. Oh yeah, maybe flaw. I don't yeah. Know, like it just. I just can't help myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, I usually find this approach better. So the next thing they have is exit the space. Oh, <laughs> Classic me. Um, if you're feeling agitated or upset, take a breather. Go for a walk around the block or find an errand to run in the middle of a family lunch. Oh, sorry, guys. I've got a nip to the post office. Sorry, I forgot I had to do this one thing. <laughs> So guys, I'm just going to quickly vacuum. Does anybody have any issue? No? Okay, we're good. Um, but yeah, but I definitely think like even potentially like at a family like dinner party type thing, like get up and tidy something, like go and wash a dish or clear the something, table. There'll be something that you can do to be yeah. helpful, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, then, and, like, and then you can return and be like, oh, I've had a moment to think. 
and then the next thing you can do is admit if you've said the wrong thing um, which is a big thing to do and some people are much better at it than other people. Yeah. Um, but it is important if you've said something, especially I feel like a family debate could get quite heated and then could ser- turn somewhat personal potentially. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so if you have offended someone or hurt their feelings, you've got to make sure that you apologise. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and this one says, and do it in front of your kids. Because um, it teaches them an important lesson. Yeah. Um, but no, but I think like that is, I would say do it more privately. Like yes. it doesn't need to be an audience thing. No. So sorry, kids, you miss out on this one. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. also in, in the apology, um, which we have done, we have talked about how to make it a, a proper apology, but I think acknowledging that, you know, that you may be passionate about the subject and that's why you got heated up and you're apologising for your actions that may come from, like, a place of, like, love and, you know, wanting, um, like, that particular point. From, like, yeah, what, something that you're, you, yeah. you love or you have really strong views on um, has affected the way you're speaking to someone, which is not good. Like, it's really not good. And if you really feel so passionate about it there's other ways of educating people yeah yeah for sure yeah anyway that's it that's Um, all i've got to say do you have anything to add yeah just add the small things i think um we all know the main ones that are probably the most triggering and (laughs) i think especially around close family and friends you know what they are you probably experienced a conversation that didn't go very well around those topics and I think if the conversation's steering towards there, either find something to sort of steer it back or a statement or change the subject because it will collide at that yeah. point. And um, speaking from personal experience, there's certain things that um, I've I had a conversation with a person and we always had the same ending of this conversation. And it's both of us agreeing to disagree on yeah. the same topic. And we've had that multiple times. I don't know why we keep doing it. Because no one's still see this person. Happens. <laughs> yeah. And no one, I mean, no one around us, us two having the conversation, just don't do it. So I think if people around you know you don't, I don't want to have that conversation. And I think because I'm so passionate about it, it just, it, I can't help myself. And so. If you see that happening, I think it is, you know, also not just in your best interest, but the interest of the family or the connection or yeah. friends to interrupt <clears throat> and just say, maybe you two can have this conversation another time. And that's it. That's all you have to say. Yeah. You don't have to don't be like, this is going to be a bit boring. Or like, you guys have this argument every week. Just, yeah. Just push it to the side so you can have it. Not the time. Not, the, not time. the place. And then introduce something else. Yeah. And it can be something stupid. Like what's your favorite type of pasta like just get the conversation away from whatever yeah you're uh, about potentially to talking about get into but i think um most people can understand where the conversation is going and try and steer away from it but yes sometimes it doesn't happen sometimes people want to have an argument um and some people want to win an argument and it's very yeah. difficult to continue to have those conversations with those people 
that's why but we have this they're family. Class, so you can have a conversation and try any of these techniques and if they work for you you're welcome <laughs> exactly we're just here to help that's what we do but so as yeah. i said that's all from me yeah that's all i've got and i just i didn't i didn't want us to talk about all the you know main issues that people tend to talk about because I, I don't no. think that's important i don't think that's helpful it's more about trying to lead away or yeah to, to get away from it yeah for Perfect. the kids obviously yeah, mainly for the kids <laughs> for the kids <laughs> all right well have a great week um we won't be back next week because um we are going on our honeymoon with an asterisk on the end of it um, <laughs> and uh but we will be back in two weeks time Two weeks' time. Have a lovely fortnight, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.